1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Tim Dillon Show. Back in studio. How exciting. Just got back from Australia. The tour is over. Very excited to put out a special in early June. And you know what's fun about the special is it has a ton of material about COVID and the riots. So it's going to be really (coughs) relevant. Like, that's what's good about it. It's June, so you could uh, hear about uh, COVID and nurses (coughs) And riots, and that's what's the best thing about the special—is it's perfect, pitch perfect in terms of relevance, mm-hmm. and uh, it'll 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 take you back. So if you want to go back in time to one of the worst times that you were ever in, you can go back in time with my completely irrelevant special <laughs> that will come out in early June that no one will care about, and I don't even care about. But what's good about it is that I wanted to do the show live Mm. as much as I could, so we didn't put it out earlier. Mm. So now we've waited till June, so it'll have maximum effect. It's just like it's 2020 all over again in my comedy special, except there's more to it than that. There's other stuff. I I talk about uh, about Pizza Hut, it's not only uh, COVID, there's other stuff. Uh, just got back from Australia, the land down under. Very exciting, um, hospitable people, lovely people. Recapped it on the Patreon. Um, myself, Ben, Sam, Talent. We're still feeling the jet lag. How are you doing? Uh,
2: not great. How are you?
1: I'm uh, fair. You know, I'm 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 learning to live with it. Uh, and while we were over there in uh, Australia keeping uh, tabs on all the podcast beef, we um, were reading stories and the news, and one of the stories I read was about this band, D'Antward. Is that how you pronounce it? That's right. I believe it is. Now, D'Antward is a uh, South African hip-hop duo, and they do the Zeph style of stuff, mm. which I believe is... A lot of gold, and it's uh, very. They're very brash, and they live in South Africa, and they adopt like all these deformed people, and they run around the woods with machetes, mm-hmm. and they take bath salts. It's it's something different, you know. Something it's it's nice. It's different, and it's made up of Yolandi Visser and uh, uh, Ninja and Ninja and uh, lovely people from I'm sure from all accounts. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, and they are. Google what the Zeph style is because they have this unique their videos got crazy views because they were very unique. I find you freaky
0: and I like you a lot.
1: You know? Rich bitch! That was a good song. Rich bitch! Mm-hmm. Nutella on a sami. Nutella on the Sami, because in South Africa, if you have Nutella on a sandwich, it means you're rich. Ah. Nutella on a sami. So ZEF is a South African counterculture movement. Uh, Kyle Hans Brockman has compared ZEF counterculture to uh, a lot of subcultures in the Northern Hemisphere. I don't know what that means. I want to know what it is, but from what I think it is, it is very like um, ZEF music and culture. The music group De Antwoord self-identifies as ZEF. In a 2010 interview, Ninja of De Antwoord responded to the controversy arising from his claim that ZEF represented South Africa. Critics suggested it might rather just represent Afrikaans well, South Africa, he commented that racism is somewhat obsolete and a thing of the past for South Africa. What is... I'm, I'm, it, so some, I think
2: this is... his. Yeah, Zeph is you're poor, but you're fancy. You're poor,
1: but you're fancy. You're, you're ghetto fabulous, mm. right? Mm. Okay, that's what it is. Zeph style. And it's fun and enjoyable. Mm. And so these people, Antwerd, mm. uh adopted... Uh, kind of this disfigured mm. child. Yes. And named Taki.
2: Yeah, that's what he looks like there.
1: Now, Taki is now accusing them of being abusive. He is uh, saying that he was, he's accusing them of physical, uh, sexual abuse and slavery. Mm-hmm. And um, he said, uh, he has a rare disease, and he said, quote, they made me believe I was the devil. Buddy, that's all parents. They made me believe I was the devil. They made me swear more and made me believe that I could burn people in hell and that I'm the king of hell. Well, it sounds a little nice. They told me that I could bring... I wish my parents told me that I was the king of anything, Taki. They told me that I could bring darkness upon the world. So he said, and I read another thing. I think it was in The Guardian. He yeah. said... um." The worst part was seeing my supposed-to-be mother or adopted mother being naked in a room, drunk, experiencing my mother being drunk, naked, and wanting me to spend uh, time with her in the room uh, while she was naked. I find that very disturbing. Last December, Ninja and them apparently took my sister into a sauna, and everyone was naked in the sauna and wanted my sister to get naked, too. It's pretty weird. This is talky. Uh It felt like a pervy vibe to me. Every time when he phones a the family, they ask if my sister is pregnant yet, and that's not going to happen, not on my watch. This is their adopted son, Taki. Uh, In the video interview, uh, he said he had stabbed his older brother three times, leaving him needing hospital treatment, and that uh, Ninja and Yolandi's response was to congratulate him. They were like, quote, hey, good job, man. I didn't actually know you were going to be a man. I didn't expect you to stab your brother. That's amazing. Um. He also accused them of some other things like they like uh, I think it might have been in a Guardian article I read or something where he was basically saying like they made him participate in blood rituals or they were taking him to a blood bank.
2: Oh, yeah. I read that, too. Yeah. 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 Yeah,
1: Something about that. Let's see here. Um, It's hard to know because they adopt this kid. Who is a has problems.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And yeah, here we go.
2: This wasn't the Guardian. What was this? This is uh, the SouthAfrican.com. African.com. The
1: South though. African, yeah. Blood rituals, porn, and violence. DeAntwood's child slave tells all. Here's the thing about uh, Sotaki, they picked him up in his community of Faitas, Fietas. At the time, and man, but you want to talk about accents that are horrible? Oh, yeah. I mean, the South African accent is the worst accent. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a, an Australian, like, uh, it, it just has, like, a, uh, 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 is has Down syndrome. It's like, a, <laughs> wrong, yeah, yeah. It's horrible. So, it's fight us, fight us, fight us. He said in an interview, my mother said it was going to be a good experience, so I went. Imagine Deantward shows up, and the mother's like, yeah, it's going to be great. <laughs> Get in the car. Um, The controversial group whose music includes lyrics and imagery based on Satanism, gangsterism, incest, and other social ills use the children as actors and props in their music videos and album covers. Uh, he said that they split their time between Cape Town and Johannesburg and also in Los Angeles. Mm. Well, of course. Um, he has a rare skin disease and they took him in And uh, some of the allegations include that he was exposed to pornography and sex toys. Uh, The sauna stuff, the naked stuff, taking the children to a private clinic to allegedly have their blood withdrawn for a blood ritual, congratulating him after he stabbed his brother, making Taki and his friends reenact the violent stabbing scenes in their music videos, Taki discovering black magic in a box in their family home and partaking in rituals, exposing the children to dangerous gangsters. Uh, here's the thing, and Taki, I, my heart goes out to you here, but you have to be a little realistic. There's there wasn't a line of people at w- going to adopt you. You know, <laughs> like there wasn't. They weren't breaking down the doors to to get in there, and. Put the presents under the Christmas tree. Sometimes in life, when people show you kindness, it does come with some unwanted uh, aspects, uh, such as the blood rituals. Now, I don't know the uh, Dantword people, and I, I, I—they're entertaining, um, but. You know, this whole thing really comes down to three words and they're the same three words that you use in any sales uh, arrangement when somebody goes, it's too expensive and you have to use these three words that kind of uh, is what I would say to kind of talky and those three words are compared to what? (laughs) Yes, it's expensive compared to what? The blood rituals are bad compared to what? What was kind of the other option, right? I mean- Unfortunately, there wasn't a ton happening. I mean, outside of him kind of being in a Rob Zombie film, it wasn't going to really pop off here. And I think his sting comes off a little ungrateful because they, you know, they hang out in Johannesburg and it's it's incredibly violent there and there's gangsters. Mm and they do crazy drugs and they run through the jungle and they participate in 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 rituals and stuff. You know, you know. again, it, it, it's not a perfect childhood by any stretch, right? It's not ice skating. It's not like a great, like, oh, Easter egg hunt and, you know, oh, we're, we summer in Maine. Sure, you're not in a Maine sailing camp talkie. But Tarky, I don't think that childhood's without its charms. And I don't think that it's right to come out and completely throw your parents under the bus just because they made you uh, participate in uh, blood rituals in the jungle. (laughs) It's kind of the price of fame. I live in Los Angeles. Do you know how many... Well, not really. I split my time. But when I'm here... I mean, do you know how many people in this town... Are partaking in blood rituals just to get ahead, and can barely even do it. And you know he had a seat at the table here with DeAnte, and they were they were big. They're it's not they're not huge now. Mm. Uh, this has kind of hurt them, I think. Have, do they have a statement? Well, uh, has Yolandi they- <laughs> or Ninja? Do they have a statement? Do
2: they want to come on the program and address this? So uh, if you Google them getting canceled, they actually got canceled for a totally other thing. They
1: smacked a gay rapper that they were in some feud with, I right? Think that was There's it. Some
2: yeah. musician they were in a feud with because they're homophobic, according mm. to this. Yeah, well,
1: yeah. yeah, but I don't know. They were in some feud. Some guy named Andy Butler. And mm. I, I really, I have no idea what goes on in the Zef community of <laughs> South Africa, and I'm not gonna learn. But yeah, I just. So they got canceled over that, mm. and. And now, the uh, the blood rituals, I mean, they just can't catch a break, these people. Yeah.
2: It's a real string of scandals. Here. It's
1: a string of scandals, and it's unfortunate. <laughs> but Taki, I guess, had enough. He said, this isn't the way to live. Mm.
2: Play a little of him. So here's, uh, I think this right about here is him talking about uh, him stabbing his brother. Right here. Right. Okay, here we go. Okay. Right. Adam, you know, I don't
0: know, like
1: imagine if you had to hear this in your home. I mean Imagine if you had to hear this this accent from hell. I mean when he's saying they said I'm the demon, is he sure they're wrong? This accent is preposterous. Keep going with this. God.
2: Okay, Hold on. I think I'm playing it on a... I'm playing it double speed. Oh, let's see if it's better single speed. Okay. Leave that in, though. That was I watch things on double speed sometimes. Here, so let's go back and let's see here. Yeah, let's see if it's now cute. <laughs>
0: okay. It's even worse.
1: It's worse. Yeah, I have yet oh oh God make it stop man make it stop they adopted him and he's complaining he's complaining you're complaining I mean you should say thank you it's tick.
0: so now what's his
1: what's what's he up to here
0: there were stupid things we also for that night when I stabbed me. So like, yeah, so yeah. I was sleeping in that house in Parkhurst. So then I, my brother woke up, he wanted the speaker that I took, the, like in the earlier day, during the day. And then, yeah. like, he, he was looking for the speaker, so he came to me, he woke me up. He said like, yeah, he woke me up, and then I got up, and then we started fighting over a speaker and my phone. And then like when he punched me, I took out a knife from my prophet and then I stabbed him like three times, one in the neck, in the arm, I think in the ribs or something. I'm not sure exactly where. But yeah, um, and my sister was also there. She saw everything that happened. Like she was there and when, when I looked to the door to go out, I saw my sister and a friend that actually stays across the road from our house. So oh, yeah, that kind of messed my my whole mind up. Did your brother go to hospital? Yes, he actually like after I stabbed him, I actually pressed the, the alarm, the security alarm. Like to yeah. let a, to let paramedics come, the security and police, everything responds at once. So I, response, I pressed the response button. Then I couldn't open the gate because as soon as the response button goes off and I opened the gate, my brother was going to be able to be able to run faster out with me. So I closed the door behind me after pressing the alarm. Then I jumped over the gate with electrical wire. I shot a few times, I fell outside, I got up. I got up, I ran like a block away, I hid in the bushes. I looked, I, I watched the whole thing, like the whole thing, how the cops came, how the securities came, how the ambulance came. I saw everything, like I was just up the road in the bushes, hiding, checking everything, you know? And then like, few, like it was like two hours after that, I went home, I went to go take a shower. One of my homeboys was actually there in the house. You can also tell you the same story, like I'll, I'll introduce him like, in the future, whatever, like then you can also tell the same story, like his way of how he saw it. Yeah. But anyway, um, that's how it happened. Like, I and like for me, it's like I almost killed my own brother, but I also saved his life. But yeah, but it could have been dead.
1: I mean, is he, is, this a, is he a prize? Is this a prize?
0: I
2: think he wants to be an actor. No,
1: my question is, is this a prize if you adopt this? This is my question. And I'm being, mm. I'm being completely honest and serious here. If you adopt this and this
2: starts stabbing people in the home, is this a surprise? Is this a surprise? C- could I defend Taki here? Yeah. Sure. Uh, so ta- they encourage this Everyone to- will. I'll, I'm always the monster. I'm always the monster.
1: Everyone will defend the guy who just said he stabbed his brother in the neck. I, it's my fault. It's uh, DeAntwoord's fault. It's everyone's fault because he's supposedly traumatized by a couple of blood rituals. A little black magic in the bush. <laughs> little black magic in the bush uh, is not a reason to uh, attack your brother with a knife, sir. Mm-hmm. Who hasn't done a blood ritual with their parents in a bush?
2: Defend Taki. Ninja and uh, what's her name? Yolandi. Ninja and Yolandi. I like you
1: freaky and I like you a lot
2: they uh they knew he fought with his brother a lot, and they encouraged him to be a man and to to kill his brother. And so when he stabbed him a bunch, they said they shook uh, ninja shook taki's hand and said, congratulations you've've you're, you've, you're finally a man, you've stuck up for yourself. He was like 12 at the time.
1: Well, how is that a defense of taki? That's an indictment of the other two. That's mm. not a defense of him.
2: Yeah, that's fair actually I mean. Maybe. I'm told to do a lot of things. I don't do them. It's true.
1: Yeah, he was an impressionable child, and maybe they gave him some false confidence. I'm just listen. It from what I surmise, it wasn't a great family unit for anyone involved. I, I don't think it was a, a good thing, and I wish everyone the best here. I just, you know, yes, it's you know, but you know the deal. Uh, when you move in with DeAntward, right? You're not... I mean, he was too young to know the deal, but his mother should have known the deal when she sent her child to live with DeAntward in the middle of some South African nightmare. I mean, the music's fine, too, but after a while, you're like, okay, enough already. Mm -hmm. But to fully enjoy it, I think you got to be on bath salts running around the bush with a machete. Anyway... Moving on, wish wish them well. It's, hey, it ain't a Hallmark Christmas card. That's all. That's all. It's not a Hallmark Christmas card. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. A lot of the streamers are getting beaten up. A lot of the tech companies are getting battered. Bitcoin falling. Everybody upset. Interest rates rising. Mm -hmm. Real estate market starting to soften. Uh, The cost of debt has gone up dramatically for all of these companies like Netflix that were running on debt. Wealthy Americans are buying second passports as a plan B for their families, citing the pandemic, climate change, and political turmoil. Well, who called this? Not Taki, but I did. I said people were going to get the fuck out of this country. I'm thinking about it myself. My grandfather was born in Ireland. I might be able to get EU citizenship uh, by, uh, I don't know, some type of thing. Um, Maybe I'll move in with DeAntward, but... The point is people are really starting to look at America not as this inevitable world power anymore. They're looking at it as a place they might want to have, hey, maybe we'll have a spot there. But, you know, because it was during the pandemic, people were looking at New York and L.A. going, oh, maybe they're not inevitable. Maybe I should just have a spot there. Mm-hmm. Now it's kind of like people are looking at the whole entire country going, hey, maybe it's not inevitable. Maybe I'll just have a spot there. Maybe we'll just have a home there and we can, uh, you know, kind of jet set around, be a citizen of the world. It says here, the number of wealthy Americans buying, quote, golden passports has skyrocketed over the past three years. The top programs grant citizenship to foreigners who invest millions of dollars in the country. U.S. applicants are citing COVID, all kinds of other things, climate change, political division, and people want out. The most expensive programs range from 1.1 million in Malta to 9.5 million in Austria. We see these programs as an insurance policy, a managing partner at Latitude Residency and Citizenship said. We've had some billionaires approach us and ask what's the best place to live if there's a climate catastrophe or if there's another storm or a global pandemic? Where should I be? You know, what's funny the, four, the, the Beverly Hills Hotel, which we love, mm. sent me a little thing. They sent me a package and they're like to all of our really treasured guests. We'd like you to write some of your favorite memories to the Beverly Hills Hotel and send them back. And, you know, I love the Beverly Hills Hotel, but like I don't want homework, you know, but and they send you like stationery to write it. You know, you're supposed to write it on like stationary, I guess. And I wanted to write like I felt really safe there during the riots or something. And you go like, what are you going to what am I going to? What am I going to write here? And I love the Beverly Hills Hotel, but it's like, I'm not trying to do a book report. I don't want to write a what. Um, but it just made me think about like all of the people that, you know, over the last couple of years who've really just started to say, you know what, I have a lot of money and I like America and it's a great place, but there's other places too that I may like. And if there's another pandemic Or there's a climate catastrophe, which there will be. Or there's a civil unrest. I would like to maybe go somewhere else. And you look a lot into climate. And Mm. aren't there places that they're going to fare better during climate catastrophes Mm. than other places? Right? Oh
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to get out of the south. So yeah, what are the places
1: that are going to do okay? Is it that Coeur d'Alene, Idaho area? Is it the mountainous regions? Too many
2: fires up there. Ooh. So uh, you got to
1: think about that.
2: You kind of got to go up where uh, Giannis is, up in that area, up in the uh, you remember the Finger Lakes, okay. all around there, uh, Upper Michigan, and uh, like parts of uh, like Mon- Montana and Wisconsin. Like that's kind of it. And yeah. Parts of Canada. I'll die. I'd rather die than live in Upper Michigan.
1: But no, but that is a... I understand what they're saying. They're saying you got to get away from the waters. Well, you got to get a place with... And the uh, fires. And
2: you need fresh water to drink and right. to grow crops. You need and- a water aquifer, maybe a you know, well. No hurricanes, no flooding, no uh, fires, no uh, and no f- uh, food shortages.
1: Yeah, so you need... And by the way, let's talk about the food shortage because a lot of people are saying that this is actually... Ha- well, first of all, this I love. This, this is new. And by the way, you know that... Uh, And by the way, we know I'm not a fitness guru. It's not how I've made my living, but uh, I'm not claiming to be that. You know what I mean? This is, I'm not a wellness expert. This isn't what I do. But you know that evil billionaires do put out content through like a lot of times they will put content out through like these wellness blogs and stuff because like uh, it'll be some version of like three meals a day. We don't think so. And you know that that's coming from people who are trying to prepare you for not having food. It's not about your health, your health and wellness. That's not what it's about. I tell you that right now. No one really cares about your health and wellness. They don't care that if you're hot, because that's all health is. It's like, are you hot? Do people want to fuck you? That's like, that's what wellness means. It really should mean like are you healthy and whatever, but that's not what it really means. It means are you fuckable? Can you put things in your pussy and make money online? It doesn't mean like are you you like what are how how are your cells? Like it's not all the wellness things are about being hot. There's nothing wrong with being hot. It should be the goal, right? But when they when they have these things and they do all the time, like there's just articles that are weirdly suspicious. They're like are you drinking too much water? Like and you, you start going to yourself like, wait a minute, who's this for and where is it coming from? And I saw one of them and I thought about it. And this is what it uh, – and where is this from? What uh,
2: – Study finds. Uh, study
1: let's see. finds. Research in a nutshell. <laughs> so this is some think tank. Somebody's bankrolling this. Right. Ready? End of dinner? Question mark? Landmark study shows eating only during daytime could add years to your life. So again, you have the food shortages and inflation and the cost of everything has gone up. And now the articles are starting to come out. They're like, hey, you need to eat at night too? (laughs) Guys, guys, uh, you ate during the day? Yeah, that's when you eat. They'll start gaslighting. You'd be like, "Uh, dinner was like never, it was like never thing to eat at night. (laughs) It's like a rich people thing as a luxury. Occasionally you'll have a dinner. But the the vast majority of people eat bread for breakfast and some type of grain and then whatever uh, old meat that we've given them, and then they're done eating by dusk because you don't eat at night. Eating primarily during the day instead of at night could be key to longer life. Researchers from the University of Texas Southwestern Medical Center. Well, there, I mean, that's the top school in the world. Uh said it's not what you consume but when. Their study finds it cutting down on fatty and sugary foods and having meals at the right time increase the longevity by 35%. Experiments found the body's clock daily rhythms play a big part in the benefits of a healthy diet. Now, we all know you shouldn't eat late at night. We all know these things. We all know that you should eat in a certain window. Nobody's arguing about that. What's funny to me is that the articles just comes out. Co- coincidentally, as everybody's talking about like a food shortage, these articles start to trickle out where they're like, uh, I don't know about dinner. That's a little archaic. should eat during the day. Don't you want to be healthy? Uh, within that mind, study authors say people should restrict their dining to the most active hours during the day, which for most Americans are nothing. There is zero. At least at night, you have a night terror. You're somewhat active. Most Americans are sloth-like for the entire day. They're koala bears. And at least at night, they're slightly active because they wake up uh, in terror because they owe so much money to everybody. And they run around their house and they're having like acid reflux and they're spitting up uh, hot you know, garbage that they just ate at a fast food place. And so at least they're a little active at night during the day... In lab animals tracked over four years, a reduced calorie diet alone extended survival by 10%. However, the improvement increased significantly with an exclusive nighttime feeding schedule. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, the combination tacked on an extra nine months of their typical two-year average lifespan. However, the improvement, um, uh, However, the improvement increased significantly with an exclusive nighttime feeding schedule. I don't know what that means. What does that mean? They seem to be reversing themselves. Lead author Professor Joseph Takashi says a similar plan for people would restrict eating to daytime hours. Okay, because uh, animals are active at night. Mm, mm, mm. Eating less is known to boost health. Studies on a, you know. So, again, this is what's coming here. It's it's not, it, it, listen, again, we all know that you shouldn't be eating fucking cheeseburgers at fucking 9 p.m. What this is really saying, here they go. Does intermittent fasting really work? This is the next thing. To, Watch this. The next thing's going to be just fasting. They're like, how about fasting? Forget, fuck the intermittent. Just fast. We don't have any more food for you. We've spent all the money. Sorry. So it's just funny. to Now, bring up something about these food shortages because people are panicking. A friend of mine texted me. She's like, do you think the food shortages are real? And I'm like, yeah,
2: I, I believe they probably are. Oh, these are bad headlines. Baby formula shortages. Baby uh,
1: formula, uh, a big shortage
2: right now mm. of
1: baby formula. Go up to the first one.
2: Baby, uh, the baby food one?
1: Parents stressed over baby formula shortage and limits. Quote, it's insane. A baby formula shortage has turned into a nationwide food crisis for parents across our country desperate to feed their infants. Retail outlets have seen a 30% drop in the availability of some popular brand. Well, then just start writing articles about that. Is your infant too reliant on formula? Is your infant a fat fuck? Our new blog about infant wellness says that your infant should start... How about they start doing intermittent fasting? Retail outlets have seen 30% drop in the availability of some popular brands due to supply chain issues, labor shortages, inflation... Safety concerns. Were you breastfed or bottle fed? Breast. I was bottle fed. It's interesting. Um, bottle fed. Go into that because I'm curious now as to. Because everyone said like the bottle fed kids were going to be all fucked up. Maybe they are. I haven't looked at the stats, but oh, the breastfed you, kids are fucked up. You want up me to too. see
2: bottle fed versus breastfed?
1: Yeah. Are there any stats on that? Because isn't this, couldn't this be? If you're making your own milk, do you need the formula? I'm I'm ignorant of this. Maybe infants who are formula-fed or fed a mixture of formula and human milk were 2.8 times more likely to develop gastrointestinal infection than those who were exclusively Mm. breastfed. So it's a little better to breastfeed. Looks like it. Now, why don't... Now, not all women breastfeed, and it's a thing, right? Is it health-
2: uh, yeah, well, you don't also don't want to take the breast out everywhere you go, so it's just easier to just have it in the bottle and and everything. And it hurts the woman too. the The baby will chew on the on the nipple.
1: Yeah. Well, my whole thing is: is there a cure for this? If everybody just starts breastfeeding, mm. would that solve this?
2: I, I guess so, right? Because I don't know. It's unlimited. It comes from the breast, right? Let me Google. Do you need? Do you have to feed babies formula? You have to feed
1: when your toddler is twelve months old. You can switch from infant formula to plain whole cow's milk. So it's a year, mm. okay, or fortified unsweetened soy beverage if you want him to be a soy boy. Um. So the deal is, it's only this is a year, but it's still a problem. If you can't get formula in a year, Mm -hmm. and for whatever reason, if you can't breastfeed, and the children are, uh, you know, suffering, didn't Biden just came out and goes, "It'll get worse"? That's always nice. It's always good when 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 the politicians make it feel better. Well, this was what he said on March 25th. He goes, "It's going to be real." That's great. It's going to be real, man. That's always good to hear. But he just said something recently. It's on Drudge. I think he said, like, it's going to get worse. I think he's like, hey, man, I know it's bad now, but it's actually going to be uh, worse. You know, you're not going to, you think things are rough? It's going to actually get worse. Biden finally admits soaring inflation is a real tough problem, suggests it may get worse. Here, play this uh, clip. He's like, you're gonna have less formula. You have, you think you have, you think you have no formula now? He goes, formula. Buying a bottle of baby formula is gonna be like buying a bottle of crystal. Do you take any We're responsibility for inflation in this country? Do you take any responsibility for your policies?
0: I think our policies help, not hurt. <laughs> think about what they say. The vast majority of the of the, uh, uh, of the economist think that this is going to be a real tough problem to solve, but it's not because of spending. We have brought down the deficit. The bottom line is how much does America owe? How much in the hole are we going? We're reducing that.
1: Well, that makes you feel better. If, if you're sitting there and the formulas run dry and you're sitting there with a screaming infant and then he comes out and he's like, Where would you, people are in the hole. It's not about spending. It's about how much do we owe. We're reducing that. We're we're fixing that. Come on. I mean, it's really ugly. How much is Bitcoin down, huh?
2: It's like at 31,000 right now. It
1: may be time to buy soon. Buy some coin. Ooh, it's even down lower. It's 30. It could be, uh, I don't know, is it the death knell? I don't think so. Is it at the floor? It could be smarter people than me think it's still there's still some blood in the water and I just, you know, I'm uh, I don't know. I'm I'm not ready to buy any yet. I'm not ready to buy any yet, but it could be I like this Vox. Why the stock market and Bitcoin keep crashing? The stock market's panicking, but you don't have to. Yeah, I mean it. it it's really uh, if you have money now, it'll be a great time to make money. You can buy stocks at you know it. You know when they hit a floor or when you think they're at a floor, you can buy Bitcoin. This is when people get rich, right? Pe- rich people get even richer when they have the opportunity to go in and swoop in and buy things. Um, that other, so I mean, I don't know if you are in a financial position to monitor this stuff and go in and buy some stuff. It could be nice, and you could look back on it years from now. Why don't you? But why don't we buy baby formula and sell it? Mm. Like, like buy it up in bulk. Could we do that? Is there any law preventing us? Probably, but from buying baby formula in bulk and then going to poor areas and selling it.
2: Yeah, because grocery stores can buy them in bulk, right? So, so could we.
1: I mean, it's a great idea to just buy, instead of merch on our website, let's just sell baby formula at an increased cost. It's, it's called arbitrage. <laughs> it happens all the time. Buy baby formula and sell it to baby. And let's be honest, it's not the time. This is great. Now they're overturning Roe v. Wade. Nobody has formula. Those babies do not need to be here, truly. And the reality is those babies are going to show up hungry for formula, which we don't have. So it's time for the Supreme Court to fucking relax and fucking extend abortion to seven or eight months even. Really on the operating table. At this point, the economy demands on the operating table, depending on the price of formula that day, you should be able to... Get rid of it. If formula is high the week before you're about to give birth, they should have a special, before they overturn Roe v. Wade, what if they did this? Mm. They're going to overturn it, but they said for the next six months, Mm. because of the shortages on formula and how expensive everything is, we are planning to overturn Roe v. Wade. But for the next six months, abortion is legal up until and including day of birth just to you know just get in while the getting's good and then we're banning it
2: mm.
1: but up to including the day of birth where they will you literally give birth to a baby and they give it lethal injection <laughs> on the oper- what on the operating table because mm. right now we financially can't do it. It's like, have you ever wanted a puppy and your parents had to go, we can't do it right now.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: People are desperate. We we can't even control the babies we have here in our country. We certainly can't be bringing, we should do a Chinese style ban on birth. A hun- Not. I'm not even kidding, for 100%. Get a Bitcoin if you want to have a kid. And see if you can watch that for a year with the highs and lows of that. It's fucking pretty much... Emo- like a lot of people say, oh, having a kid's the greatest thing in your life. Have you owned a Bitcoin? The highs and the lows? Oh, your kids, your, your kid just won a, a fucking hockey game. Everyone's happy. Ooh, Bitcoin's high. Oh, the kid broke his arm in the next hockey game. I'm worried Bitcoin's low. A Bitcoin is a perfect... Uh, Replacement for a child. All the highs and lows that you used to get from a traditional nuclear family structure you can now get from cryptocurrency, yes or yes. Yes! You don't need a bunch of children running around your house, unless you're de-antward and you want to do blood rituals with them. You don't need them (laughs) running around your house. You can get all of that fulfillment and drama from Bitcoin. If you own crypto and you watch it go up and down... What do people do when they have a kid? They have all this mommy shit, right? Mommy bloggers, they watch YouTubes of mommy. We've got that. The crypto community has all of that. You can watch uh, Will Clemente, that uh, fucking uh, 19-year-old uh, autistic twink, and he just sits there and he rattles off things all day. Listen, all you can clearly replace your need to have children with the Bitcoin world. Just buy a Bitcoin. A Bitcoin costs $30,000, Okay, that's essentially the startup cost of having a baby when you think of the cribs and the stuff, and it only gets more expensive from there. My point is that it's incredibly irresponsible right now to have children. We need to put like a year or two moratorium on all birth in America. Where if if, you're laughing, but I'm not wrong. The reason China's overtaking us is because they don't, Get emotional about this shit. Moratorium on all birth for one to two years of every race. Don't even come at me with that. It's not about that. Every race. Close the doctors and hospitals down in the OBGYNs. Close it down. Treat mothers like criminals. Put them in jail and forcibly abort their children for a period of one to two years. <laughs> Until the economy can rebound. And give them crypto while you're... Give them crypto so they can fucking have something to watch and care about every day and look after. Give them cryptocurrency, take their babies from them, and kill them. We don't have the money. It's incredibly selfish to keep bringing life into this world when we have artificial intelligence, AI. We have enough simulated life. We don't need any more biological life. We've got enough. Elon, things are getting better. Elon Musk is he's buying Twitter. He's going to let me threaten to kill my aunt on Twitter again. Things are going to be okay. Elon's going to let me uh, put my aunt's address on Twitter and tell people to go kill her. I think. Isn't that what this is about? Isn't Elon buying Twitter specifically so that I can encourage my fans to go kill my aunt? If that's not what it's about, I'm not even excited about it anymore. That's my question. My question is simply: I'm sick of this baby shit all the time. I'm sick of arguing about it. I'm saying: I'm let's let's not only should we not ban Roe v. Wade, we should ban birth. Go the other way and just until inflation comes down. Until the cost of... Price. How bad uh, is the, the the cost right now of the food? The oh. cost of actual food?
2: Of actual food?
1: Yeah, find mm-hmm. out how much it costs. Let's see if there's a list of like top 10 foods and how much they cost. I just spilled this water. Because I'm uh, so just, passionate.
2: You want me to go get a towel? No.
1: Okay. Can you look up the foods? Because I'm curious about... Here we go. Here's an item by item look at how much more expensive your groceries are due to inflation. Let's go. Read some of them off. Okay. A bag of orange. First of all, first of all, first of all, we, it is so funny how disgusting our country is. By the sixth choice, it just is disgusting. Tell everybody, so bag of orange is up 14%. Okay, mm-hmm. ground beef, two pounds of beef, up 13%. Land O'Lakes margarine, up 11%. I'm rounding, it's 11.4. Eglin's best eggs, up 11%. Milk, up 11%. Now, here's where we get disgusting. Now, by the way, this was just a general article about the groceries of Americans. Mm-hmm. Ready? It tells you something. Entman's classic rich frosted donuts... 16 ounce <laughs> these are your needs this is your necessities <laughs> these this was pitched go up go to the title again the title is title of this here's an item by item look at how much more expensive your groceries are due to inflation mm. so they're talking about just general like groceries mm. okay Entenmann's donuts under that Hungry man boneless fried chicken dinner. What gas station attendant (laughs) is this for? Hungry man boneless fried chicken is up 11%. Starbucks coffee is up 10%. Campbell's soup up 10%. Chips Ahoy cookies is up 8.5%. Two heads of lettuce, which no one is buying... Is up eight percent. Apples are up seven point eight. Cornflakes is up seven. Spam, classic canned ham is up seven percent. Spam, spearmint chewing gums up seven percent. Wonder breads up six and a half. Soda, two packages of twelve. Well, you need twenty four. You need twenty four uh, cans of soda. That's up five percent. Of course, you need twenty four cans of soda. Maybe you're a family of three. Haggadas vanilla ice cream, well this I don't like. Haggadas vanilla ice cream is up 3.3%. Mm. Russet potatoes are up 3%. So a trip to the grocery store for a family right now is crazy. It's really bad and there's no end in sight. Well, there are th- there are recipes and, and this is where I get a little I kind of have some life hacks because I do know there are some recipes that you can make for a family. Now, you come from a large family, right? Right. There are recipes that you can make for your family that will hold up, right? There are, like, things that you can make that will last several days. You know, every day doesn't have to be a new meal, Mm. really. Mm. You can make, like, recipes that are, you know, resilient, and they stand the test of time for people, Um, and there are a lot, there's a lot of them that fam, like, let's say you had a family. Let's say you, you're an American family. You've got a, you have a man and you have a woman and you have two children. Okay. And you need to feed that unit for five days, Monday through Friday. No, Monday through Friday. Okay. Okay, Monday through Friday. What you could do? How much is a fifty-pound bag of rice?
2: <laughs> okay, hold
1: on. If you okay. got a fifty-pound bag of rice,
2: <laughs> okay.
1: <clears throat> Take a look at that rice. Thirty dollars.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: That is a fifty-pounder right there.
1: Thirty dollars. Yeah. Take a look at that, Rice Land mm-hmm. White Long Grain Rice. $50. I'm going to show you people a little trick. How much ragu tomato sauce? What? Ragu tomato. How much is it is my question. Ragu. Because it's what, 30 for the rice?
2: Yeah,
1: $30. $30 for the rice. I want a big jar. You go to the biggie. Okay. That biggin. How much is that? 8.5 pounds. That's right. I like sauce in pounds. Mm-hmm. Because right, my aunt used to make this for her children. My aunt made this meal for her children. I'm not kidding. Okay. Not not the one I dislike, the one I like. <laughs> but she made this for her children. I'm going to tell you about a meal that you can make for your family that will eat through the week. Eat through the week from Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Mm. How much is that ragu? Eleven thirty-nine. Let's do some math. Let me get
2: a calculator. Yeah,
1: I'd like you to because we're we're putting together a meal that eats through the week. Mm. It's what you need to do to survive these times, okay. and I am a little bit of a gourmand. I can tell you exactly what to do to make it special. Okay. So right now, forty-one dollars. We have what? We've got eight pounds of tomato sauce ragu. Yes. And we have 50 pounds of white rice. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Ingredient number three, American cheese. How much can you get American cheese for? I'm talking about a block. Okay. A block. Go to Dietz and Watson right there. This one right here? Yeah. Dietz and Watson. No, not white American yellow. I like the color.
2: Okay. So that's going to be same price.
1: Same price. What do we
2: got? How how much? Uh, We got uh, half a pound for four bucks. So- Two pounds is how much? Uh, That would be 32 ounces. Uh, uh, $16. Right. I'm sorry. My math is, I'm like retarded. But
1: $16 for cheese. Add that to the 41. Okay. And I may do, I may make this on the show to show you how to do it. Here's what you're going to do. You're going to get a big pot and you're going to boil the white rice. Okay. Okay. When the rice is, not all of it, not all of it, okay? You don't splooge all over the woman before she's pleasured. You take a little bit of the rice that you need. Mm-hmm. However, what, whatever will fill your family, you know? How many cups of rice per person? Two cups, three cups? Uh, about two cups. About would be two clear. cups
2: of rice per per person. More than a serving there, yeah.
1: More yeah. than a serving. you give them a lot. It's because it, this is what they're eating. Mm. This is it. There's nothing else. So you you give them a good amount. And you take, you take the ragu tomato sauce. You mix it up with the rice, okay? And you could do the ragu with the vegetables in it because then it is some vegetables. And you mix it up with the rice. You melt. You go to the microwave. After you've done that, and you melt two slices of American cheese or you could shred it on top of the white rice and the ragu tomato sauce. And you mix it up. You mix up the cheese and the sauce and the rice. And then you feed your family no. Well, why are you saying no? no? Why are you saying no, you privileged prick? What's what are you saying no for? I mean, it's like dog food. No, it's not. It's not like dog food at all. It's people need to live. <laughs> you sick fuck. People need to live. It's not dog food. It's white rice with ragu tomato sauce and then melted American cheese through it. And it gives you enough you can survive for a week. With how much money? How much did that all cost?
2: Uh, That was, let's see here. So that was $57.38. Divided by five. Okay, divided by five. $11.47. Uh, eleven dollars and forty-seven cents. For
1: eleven dollars and forty-seven cents, you can feed your entire family for the week. Is that a problem? Now I'm going to do school lunch. Okay. I just gave you dinner. Okay. Breakfast. Breakfast is easy, right? Mm-hmm. Breakfast, you could just buy big tubs of oatmeal. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Easy. Easy. I'm not even dignifying breakfast with an. You can get free breakfast half the time. You go pretend you work at a company and get their breakfast. You can get free breakfast if you want to get it. It's easy to get free breakfast. Go attend a seminar, they'll give you free breakfast. Now, and you don't need breakfast either. For school lunch, this is a very easy thing to do if you want to make school lunch for your kids. Okay? You get a bag of white rice. <laughs> You get ragu tomato sauce and you get American cheese. You cook the rice and you mix it in with the tomato sauce and then you melt the cheese through the rice. You get a Tupperware and you put it in it and you send them to school with it. That is easy. So if people are complaining about inflation and that they don't have any money or you could give your kids to D-Word. Either way, I don't care. I'm just saying it's an easy meal. It's an easy meal. It's not a big deal. Why? Well, I'm sorry, what did you eat duck à l'orange every night? <laughs> Is that what you ate with your
2: family? What was a meal that you people would have? I don't know, like, you know, the usual. Don't you eat sandwiches on like holidays? Yeah, turkey sandwiches. Yeah, uh, so I mean, what are you talking spaghetti. about? What are you... Chicken spaghetti? Yeah, which is like olives and... uh, Is that
1: worse than what I said?
2: Not really, no. No! I'm sorry, is that better than what I said? Like, chicken spaghetti? Is that a thing? The thing you described, is that a real thing or did you just make it up? My aunt used to make it for her children. What's it called? And
1: one of them's a mover. He's doing fine. (laughs) Listen, what do you mean what's it called? It's called rice (laughs) with tomato sauce and American cheese. And you would eat it. She tried to make it for me once. I threw the plate <laughs> at her head. I said, Don't come near me. But that's what it is. That's a way to eat. You want you want a meal that'll eat through the week. Eat through the week. Mm. What about stuffing? Oh, yeah. Can't you make a big pot of stuffing for your family <laughs> and just give them stuffing? Stovetop. That's pricey. Yeah, it's up there. It that is very expensive, mm. stovetop stuffing.
2: Yeah, here's an off-brand from Signature. You know, my
1: father used to make mashed potatoes that started out as powder.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: That's like a divorced dad meal. You get some powdered mashed potatoes. He would take steak, London broil. He'd burn it. He'd put it on a bagel. That's like a divorce. Yeah, that's right, Idahoan. This is instant potatoes. Mm. This is what people in this country eat. They eat Tyson, Holly Farms, chicken. They eat instant mashed potatoes. I mean, this is what people eat. And there's nothing wrong with it. This is our diet. This is our culture. Yeah, look at this. By the way, pull that up. This actually looks great. Tomato rice with cheddar. And you're acting like it's a like a problem. It looks like Olive Garden. Olive Garden, you'd be lucky as hell to be in Olive Garden. That's what I'm saying. Yeah.
2: It looks it actually doesn't look
1: bad. You'd be lucky as hell to be in an Olive Garden with the way things are going in this country. That's the meal you make. Rice, sauce, cheese, move on. Mm. Or you know those oysterette crackers that you get for free with a soup? Yes. If you give your kids like, so for example. You can get those oyster crackers. You might be able to go to a restaurant. If you go to Red Lobster at the end of the night, you look sad and go, do you have any leftover oyster crackers? They might give you some money. Also, here's the other thing, folks. If things are... Beg! You know? Like, beg at local restaurants. And if you have cute kids, send the kids in to, like, uh, Applebee's and a shift and, and tell them, go, listen... If you turn the waterworks on a little bit, we might be able to get something. Send your children. This is America. It's about ingenuity. It's not about sitting on your couch and feeling sorry for yourself. It's about sending your children in to local theme restaurants to beg for food. That's America. That's why we fought all these wars. If you don't have anything to eat, send your children to Olive Garden crying at 9.55 and ask and just say, we don't have any food. My parents are too embarrassed to ask, can you give us food? Send your children into (laughs) the Olive Garden five minutes before close and ask for leftover food. Say, I don't even care. Even if it was on someone else's plate, I don't even now obviously they're not going to give you food off of someone else's plate but enhancing the desperation will help you. I mean or you could just sit back and take it. But if I know something about America, the greatest country on earth, land of the free, home of the brave, it's that we don't we really when the going gets tough, the tough Send their children to in to beg for food. So and then you can all go home with the food that you just got from the cheesecake factory to give you some leftover food, maybe to give you a big thing of mashed taters. And then you could go home and you could watch Selling Sunset or one of the real estate shows. And you could tell your children how great it is that we live in a country where people pay $10 million to live in shit boxes stacked on top of each other on top of the uh, sunset heroin strip. And you can explain that to them while they eat their mashed potatoes that they were given because they cried at the Cheesecake Factory during close. Or you could give them to DeAntward, whatever. But that's the way I feel. TimDillonComedy.com. There are no live dates, nothing to buy tickets to. Leave me alone. Uh, we don't have any merch either. Go away. Special will be out in June. It'll be irrelevant, but it'll be fun. It's funny. It's good. It's fine. Patreon.com, the Tim Dylan Show for exclusive content. We are going to catch up on some of the episodes. We've been doing all the regular Patreon episodes, but we have a higher tier called the Rothschilds tier. The Rothschilds tier. Um, and we are going to do all their episodes this week. We owe them a lot, and we're going to do a, a, a big episode this week. Um, so it's a lot of fun over there on Patreon, a lot of bonus content. We will be around, uh, all the time now in this studio. You're going to see us so much. You're going to get sick of it, but I will tell you, I, I, I will tell you this right now. And I, and I mean this, I, I do believe in America and I believe that we're going to be able to get through this time, which is difficult economically, by begging uh, chain restaurants for food, having children go in there and beg them for food. And you tell your children, go listen. And you, you go listen. If you wanna eat the rice thing again, they're gonna go, I'm sick of that. You're gonna go, all right. Well, we're gonna drive them to it, drive them to a sonic and have them cry. And maybe to give the family a milkshake it's the greatest country in the world I I mean it is isn't that what all these people keep saying on uh, you know mm. it's the greatest country in the world because you can do this this is what makes it great because you can your children can can cry and go into a steak and shake or whatever and crispy cream. And they can cry and go. My family doesn't have any mo- money. They don't. They don't have any money, and <laughs> they won't. They They won't ask. Can I have a donut? And they might give you twelve donuts. They might give you a whole dozen. Mm-hmm. We're gonna get through it together. And the the way to get through it is to be smart. To be smart about everything. You know. I mean. I think we're going to handle it. A food shortage, by the way, is hard to understand because um, it seems plentiful. Food seems so plentiful out there. But there are a lot of families that are struggling with the ability to feed themselves. And if there is a charity that you know of that you can, like, recommend to me that will help like families that are in need of food let me know what that charity is you know because it is it is a tough predicament that certain people are in um but i before i donate i want to speak to the people and tell them to try this first. I'll give you food if you try this and it doesn't work. But try this. You got a couple of cute kids, you might give them food. Not Taki. Don't send Taki in there. They'll call the cops. That won't work with Taki. Don't send Taki in with chilies. I'm saying for the other people. It's the greatest country in the world. And I think that we should all just understand uh, that. So next week, very exciting. We have our uh, summer special episode, which will be uh, all of the uh, places you can go on vacation on a budget. We're very excited about that because there are so many places uh, that you can go now and eat. Uh, and I'm sorry, and the vacation uh, on a real budget, mm-hmm. like a real budget. Um, for like hundreds of dollars you could take your family on a trip because i think everybody needs a trip it's the summer we've been through a hell of a two years and a lot of people are going to do a staycation they're going to get the family together and everybody the gringo poppy but you also want to go out there and be able to take them to the amusement park and you know give them food so we'll have that for you when we come back thank you good night